Trash. Trash. We uh, we went and saw The Whale, and I don't know if you guys have heard of this, and Darren Aronofsky, who is a director, he did Requiem for a Dream. I think he did Following as well. He's done a bunch of films over the years, and um, The Whale, it's Brendan Fraser's comeback role, and, and I gotta say, Brendan Fraser did, a, a, did really well in it, but... And it's supposed to be some drama. How long's that tongue got to be to reach a fat giraffe? <laughs> Gene Simmons, Gene. So you're almost there with the name. But Jim, Gene, Gene Simmons long. I don't have it. Uh, 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 <laughs> remember, uh, uh, what's that movie? Uh, oh, my God. What's that movie? Where it's about bowling with Woody uh, Woody Harrelson, oh my God! It's the Fairley Brothers, and there's like this this uh, I think it's a deleted scene where his landlord because she he, she would make him uh, perform cunnilingus on her uh, to pay rent. Woody Harrelson and he was missing a hand and stuff like it was just ridiculous. But she there's like this this um, there's this scene I think it's right at the end of the credits. And she like pops up in the window. Goes, <laughs> it's it's wonderful. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Uh, what's that? Kingpin. Kingpin. Um, land. Lord. Cunnilingus. Let's see if that comes up on YouTube. No, no, it's just a bunch of oral sex stuff. Okay, great. Uh, <laughs> anyways, it's a very funny movie. Um, and, uh, you know, Rain of Mystique, 32 oh, months. Shoot. 32 months. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, thank you very much, Random Mystique. Uh, I appreciate you for that 32 month and being our mod here and being um, uh, a beautiful wife and a beautiful mother to our our um, wild ass son, who is also beautiful. Lots of beauty going on in the world. Uh, low key surprise, Mike can spell cunnilingus. I can't spell cunnilingus, but you know who can? Google. Google corrects my spelling. I no longer have to rely on my terrible, illiterate spelling. I can just, uh, Google does it all for me. So, cunnilingus came up, but it, it's, man, see, like, I wish, hold on, I, I'm sure that'll get us dmca but it's very funny to me. Uh, parents at Kingpin movie. Parents guide to sex and nudity kingpin all right that's that's weird uh anyways i think randy quaid's in that movie too and randy quaid has turned into like this crazy guy anyways i think he's just tax evasion in any case we saw the whale and maybe we should pull up the whale
And I'll show you what. Okay, so it's Brendan Fraser, which, funny enough, Brendan Fraser. So Brendan Fraser was uh, blacklisted in 2003, and Brendan Fraser was in The Mummy. He was in Encino Man. He was in a bunch of you know hits for the time. Uh, and you know, at one time he was a huge mega star. So what ended up happening is is that he got sexually uh, assaulted by a, a Hollywood executive, and. He went on GQ, he did an interview with GQ and stated, you know, was naming names and and stated that this happened. And that executive ended up getting, uh, uh, ended up blacklisting and blackballing him from working. So his, his, his fucking, his career took just, he, he just disappeared. And I remember that. It's like, I wonder whatever happened to Brent, Brendan Fraser. And what ended up happening is that he he suffered this career. He had, you know, he gained weight. He lost hair. He's no longer like that beautiful guy that we remember from The Mummy, um, which I never really thought he was that cute in the first place. But um, he ended up, I thought it was a disease. He might have a disease. I don't know. Does Brendan Fraser have a disease? Let's, let's here. with you guys here so we can all be on the same page. Brennan Fraser disease. The Brendan Fraser disease. <laughs> That's would be funny if it came up. But uh, the tragic truth about Brendan Fraser's health issues. So um, everyone is rooting for him. As it is clear, Brendan Fraser is making a comeback in a major way. At one point, Fraser was among the elite, particularly during the late 90s and early 2000s. The Mummy films were his primary claim to fame, but Brendan was a staple in pop culture too, that era. But it wasn't all sunshine and roses for Fraser. Soon things began to change both personally and professionally. His career would shift in 2008. It seemed as though completely disappeared. Fraser's net worth decreased. He fell out of favor in Hollywood and even quietly faced marital problems behind the scene. But primary issue that stalled his impressive career, some serious injuries physically slowed Fraser down. Uh, so Fraser under, underwent multiple surgeries. So that that's why he probably got got fat, which, you know, hey, I'm fat as shit right now. So I'm not judging, not judging the fatness, but, you know. At the, the moment, it felt okay. Brendan Fraser was riding high, working project after project during the late 90s and into the early 2000s. However, by the time the third Mummy movie came around, the actor started to feel some burnout. Not only that, he was in a rough shape physically from all the stunts he's been working. Uh, according to Fraser, an interview in GQ, it hurt his career in a major way. I believe I probably was trying too hard, and it was destructive. By the time he did the third move, Mummy movie, uh, I was put together with tape and ice, just like really nerdy and fetishy about ice packs, screw cap. I, okay, come on, let's go. So here we go. Brendan, the problems would continue to pile up off screen for Fraser. This, however, was a different variety back in 2003. It all took place in Beverly Hills Hotel during a party set up by the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. Uh, Brendan Fraser came forward with a story of sexual assault, saying he was groped by former president of Hollywood Foreign Press and Association. So he was groped. Uh, and this is saying uh, Brendan Fraser was groped. Brendan Fraser claims he was groped. 
by former Hollywood foreign press sub Philip Burke. This guy looks like a perv. His left hand reaches around. He got to reach around. His left hand reaches around, grabs my ass cheek, and one of his fingers touches me in the taint, <laughs> and he starts moving around. Listen, the sexual assault is not funny, but it's kind of funny when it's another man doing it to another man. <laughs> I'm just saying. He touched his taint. Um, you know, I would have been flattered. Personally, I would have been flattered, but I would have been like, nah, man, you can't be touching my taint. I'm, I'm not into it. Um, I felt ill. I felt like a little kid. I felt like there was a ball in my throat. Ball, more like balls in his throat. Am I right? Am I right? Uh, I thought I was going to cry. Okay, I'm not going to laugh at sexual assault. My bad, everybody. It's not funny. He was obviously hurt. Uh, it's gotta be the hole, not the taint, right? It's, he totally missed. Come on. Alan Dirk. Let's see, what else is it? Fraser says this incident is one of the reasons why his career stalled. This is very slow. After major roles in high-grossing films. Come on, bitch. This is so slow. Encino Man. Okay, I, I can't deal with this. It's such a slow-ass thing. So, Alan Dirks. So, w- what's funny is, so, Alan Dirks gets this dude blacklisted. And then, Alan Dirks ends up getting canceled himself back in 2021. Is that his name? Alan Dirks canceled. Um, is that his name? Oh, anyways, so this dude, this this the Hollywood elite, ends up getting canceled because he sends an email to another person that got leaked, saying that BLM was a racist and violent movement. And that he was criticizing the lady, Patrice something, uh, for buying real estate with the money from Black Lives Matter. Now, you know, I'm not agreeing that it was a racist and violent a movement. I think uh, I've said it before. I think it was a necessary movement. But it does seem like there was just someone who was arrested here in Toledo um, for uh, connections to the an Atlanta arm of BLM and he was funneling money and what ended up happening is that Patrice lady who was buying all these properties in in Los Angeles spending millions of dollars on properties all around the country and in Canada and um you know people didn't like that people ended up going turning against her so there was corruption within the BLM organization um, and that's to be expected, you know, it, it's like, is when there's tons of money going into a, uh, into a, an organization that didn't seem to have like a really, you know, they, they had their, like their, their, their statements, they had their, like what they stood for, but they never really, it never seemed like that money went into anything other than like protest. Uh, sure as hell didn't go into South Chicago where, you know, you have people dying, daily and, and like last summer they had or, or 2022 2021 summer they had like 60 people dying in one weekend tell that to all the shop owners who got burned down right right and and that was the other part is that there weren't very peaceful protests they were very uh, it, it, they were violent protests um 
Uh, and again, I supported BLM in the beginning, but as it progressed and you saw how it was sort of being used by uh, our government um, uh, and how they were saying that the and you saw how the news media, there was that very famous, um, what's that CNN? Remember there was like CNN peaceful protest um, flames. In background, there was that famous thing that were, that still comes up. Um, and let's see if it gives up. Look right here, fiery but mostly peaceful protest after police shooting. Now again, police has uh, yeah. The police, you know, I, I, I speak on this a lot. The police do need reforming, reforming, and you know, this was something done out of frustration. But the idea that CNN was going to back for these, for these protests, and our government was going to back for these protests, and they were bailing people out, Antifa members who. You know, Antifa, the January 6th shit, I, I think it's all garbage, right? Fuck them all. And this right here is just a prime example of how they were sort of backing these movements. And, like, it, like it was so obvious. It was so obvious that this was horrible. And now people people make excuses, you know? People are, are like, when do we get mad? When is it time to get mad? When is it time to get... You know, I... If if it, I, I'm full believer in peaceful protest, I, I, that's that's something that's ingrained into our country. But once it starts becoming where you're destroying, and here's the thing: it wasn't even like black people in their own community. It was like these white fucking psychopaths from Antifa coming and breaking down, uh, you know, smashing in a bit small business owners in these communities, burning it down. It wasn't even black people doing it. Although you did see people looting and stuff once it started going down but i think that's what happens in the in the midst of chaos people just lose their fucking mind it's like a group uh, a collective fucking freak out right but this shit right here this is wild man like <laughs> how does this how did this guy just stand there and be like it's mostly peaceful as the city birds behind him in any case alan dirks who black i think that's his name um who blackballed uh uh Brendan Fraser, he ended up getting canceled over that. It doesn't matter that he sexually assaulted a grown-ass man. Uh, it was that he spoke out against BLM. And to see, you know, what's that phrase? Like, you can tell who's, um, who you, uh, you can tell who's running shit by who you can't criticize. Let's get the proper phrase that... It's like you can't even criticize this movement. You can't even criticize the destruction that some of this movement had caused. That, that dude looks like Peel and Key character. Yo, this is why it was so funny. Um, but what's that phrase? Um, uh, 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 um, you can tell who's in charge by who you can't criticize this is so wrong i'm so good at fucking up quotes i'm the best at it to learn who rules over you it's quoted wrongly why are they fact checking <laughs> why are they fact checking <laughs> neo-nazi not voltaire originated the quote 
Is that right? The neo-Nazis said that. Uh, Voltaire said, to learn who rules over, you simply find out who you're not allowed to criticize. The neo-Nazis, not Voltaire, originated quote about who rules over you. It's like you can't question you can't question the powers that be, and when the powers that be are are backing up, and you have an alignment of of social media, uh, uh, mainstream media, our government, uh, you know every you can see, it, and if you can't criticize them, and you come under fire for criticizing them, you know that it's coming from the top. So this is it was such a weird time, but again, this movement was birthed out of violence against people who were just you know black on a tuesday so that's why i i I completely supported this movement until it became this like really uh tyrannical thing where you couldn't even criticize you couldn't even say hey i don't know it does seem like this is not that peaceful (laughs) and so this dude was criticizing it, it during the height um we also are not allowed to talk about crime stats True that. True that. I did see this really interesting uh, TikTok. This dude who is African, this African dude, black dude, was talking to this African-American lady. And it was a live stream on TikTok. And he was talking, you know, she was talking like, hey, when is when can we get uh, angry about how we've been treated? Um, but thought, oh, Robbie, welcome in, buddy. Good to see you. Black on Tuesday, Asian on Friday. <laughs> Yo, and, and, and it's really any person of color can be a victim to all that shit. But, you know, speaking on what Nader is saying, um, the, the, the African dude who's from Africa, like literally from Africa, who migrated to the United States and who finds the United States to be a wonderful place where he had, he's had opportunities that he didn't have in Africa. And he's talking to this very angry African-American young lady. And she's saying, when do we get angry? When are we allowed to be this because, you know, of the white man's oppression? And uh, I, I thought the guy made a really good point. Now, I'm... I'm I don't want to speak out of term here. Obviously, I'm not black, but just as an outsider, and, and I don't know that struggle. I don't know that struggle, what it is like to be a daily. But it seems like this African dude from Africa really likes the United States and is, like, super psyched about being here. Um, uh, so I can only, but he, he was saying, you know, um, We, as a community, the black folks, this is what he's saying, not me, as a community, the black folks need to look inward. And, and, and he said, um, uh, you know, people don't attack a strong man or a strong community. And he's basically criticizing the American black community for being sort of disparate, um, being, you know, not taking responsibility for what's going on in their communities and what's going on uh, uh, and, and, you know, taking a look uh, within and making the community strong before, um, you know, criticizing white people. He wasn't disagreeing that white people can be oppressive. I think that's pretty much proven. Uh, but but he was saying that if the community comes together and really takes a look at, you know, crime rates and, and prison rates, which can be attributed to some external things outside of the black community, that's for sure. Um, but it, he... He, you know, he's basically saying that the black community needs to take, be accountable for their actions right now and to come together 
in, in that sense. And, you know, it makes sense. I see why this now this is an African person, right? He didn't grow up in America. Um, as as a light skinned Latino, I've been <laughs> subjected to little Aryan bastards calling me a fucking you know horrible Mexican names on the playground because uh, I'm white. I'm white um, until they see my parents, right? Until until my mom dropped me off at school, I was just a white kid. As soon as they saw who my mom was, it changed. And and all of a sudden, you know, <laughs> those really great words that uh, little kids learn from somewhere, uh, you know, came out on the playground. Now, I'm not saying that I'm I'm being oppressed because I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, that was clearly a, a learning point. Uh, I didn't take it as trauma. I'm not traumatized from what that little Aryan little redneck fuck said to me on the playground that day. But, you know, I, I, I'm not sitting here and, and trying to claim I know what it's like to be black or what it's like to be Asian or what it's like to be, you know, anything other than who I am. Uh, yeah, Mel- yeah, exactly. Mexican mills are hot. They're hot, big asses, if they're lucky. Same what's up, buddy? So, uh, again, I see the point. I don't understand it fully because, again, I'm not, I, I don't have enough melanin in my skin for that. But uh, I, I can see both points where you have this young, angry African American woman who has seen horrible things happen within her community. You've, you've had, um, and then you have this African dude who's coming in from an outsider point, who's from a third world country, who came here and who is like super happy that he can be fat in America with the rest of the fat Americans because he was starving where he was at before. So it, it you know, I, and, and to see, he he doesn't have that same uh, perspective as that young um, African American woman did. So again, I see both sides of it, but uh, um, but yeah, I, I think that they're both right. You know, I think people should be angry, but I also do think that people should be taking responsibility for their actions, and 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 that's you know. And that's what it is. Question is, does uh, does he is he, does he have American citizenship? I don't know. Yo, know, there's a history of storage African America versus Africans war that go back and forth, often do, often on. I do understand the division between the two cultures. Yeah, and and I could see that, and and Samo would understand that much more than me, obviously. Uh, but it, it, there. There is that whole idea that you know they didn't have to deal with the the same traumas that the Americans do. But again, when you see when when you hear this African dude's story, like the shit he suffered, and I'm not trying to take away from one one trauma is worse than the other, but he definitely came up in a in an area of you know uh, of of extreme pro- poverty, and where a lot of people don't end up making it. Um, you know, past a certain age, which again can be said about these certain communities here in America that we've completely abandoned as a, as a country, South Chicago, Baltimore, you know, these, uh, the, uh, uh, fucking Compton, you know, there, there's areas of this, this country that we've completely just abandoned. And if we don't abandon them, we, we gentrify them and push people out and make it so they can't afford to live there. And, and basically make people homeless just by, uh, just by, uh, j- just by us moving in there and raising the rent and Starbucks and Target and 
uh, which is, is fucked up too. It's fucked up too. But I'm with Gene because those Mexicans, yo, those Latinas, those the Latina MILFs, let's go, let's go, let's go. So, those those mills, baby. I don't know if he has citizenship, though. <clears throat> it's like Asian-American versus Asian immigrants. Yeah, I can see it. Like, I can see it from all... I can, I, I can see what you're saying there, too. It's, it's the kids who grew up here who are maybe first or second generation Asians uh, compared to people who are coming over here fresh off the boat. You know, they, they came over here for, for opportunity. And, Robbie, thank you so much for shouting out uh, Samo. I appreciate it. Everybody go give Samo some love. <clears throat> My voice is already going out. It pisses me off. Um, English, did you not see your Lifetime movie special provided by Disney historical all-black cast of the Black <laughs> I didn't. I didn't see that. Uh, Wakanda forever, man. Um, I, I didn't see the new one. I have seen the Black Panther, but I've just lost all interest in movies. Is which, which is where we're going with this whole discussion before it got turned into, you know, mostly peaceful protests. <laughs> I, I haven't seen the new one. I, I've I've lost interest in movies, you guys. I've completely just like to me, movies are just they just are too long, <laughs> and like I, I don't. I don't really have the attention span. I do, but I don't care to put my attention into it. And that's why we come back to the whale. Um, I uh, gotta have their start. Yeah, exactly. LOL, white girls are gangsters. Fuck, bro. They move into an area and upgrade the place. <clears throat> well, you know, it, there's good and there's bad to it at all, I guess. The locals get, uh... yeah, exactly, Robbie. Three minutes. That's all you get. Three minute fucking content. Uh, that's all I can. That's all I have for you guys. <laughs> uh, it's not as good as the first, but it's still a good movie. But I'm a sucker for MCU. Uh, I feel. But yeah, I, I just I'm not into movies, and and so I'm a big fan of Darren Aronofsky, or, or at least I used to be. And again, if you don't know who Darren uh, Aronofsky is, he directed um, uh, Requiem for a Dream. And so me and Raina went and saw this movie over the weekend, and I'm sitting there laughing the whole fucking time. Because, first of all, Brendan Fraser's and it, the prosthetics and the special effects are really good. Um, it's a really cool small cast. It all takes place basically in a room, like one apartment. And it, it's just a, it, it was really good, you know, like in the sense of a dramatic movie, it was good. But for me personally, I was just like, this is hilarious. Like, you have Brendan Fraser, who's in this fat suit, who can barely move around. It opens up with him jerking off and then having a heart attack, a minor heart attack right afterwards. It's fucking hilarious. He's jacking off the gay porn. It's the best. <laughs> I fucking love Raina is sobbing by the end of the movie and I won't spoil the movie for anybody she's sobbing by the end of the movie it completely fucked her whole night up uh, <laughs> and I'm laughing my ass off because <laughs> it's, just, it's, 
That's just the scene. He's just like trying to stand up on his own. He's like, I'm so fat and I can't barely stand up. <laughs> That's so fucking hilarious. But all I see is Brendan Fraser in a fat suit with very dramatic, loud music and good lighting. That's all I can see. I, it's all like, like it's not like I worked in the movie industry or anything, but I just know too much about production. It, it's just, it, it's like when I go to church and I see the, the lighting and the incense and the chants and the songs and the community and the, you know, everything, it looks really nice and it's symmetrical and, and gold and every, everything is made for you to be pulled in and to buy whatever they're selling right? That's all I see. And so when I see a preacher up there talking about man, I'm not, she also drugged me to her like little silly little church that she's been going to, which, you know, I get it. They're, they're, they're very anti-woke, but I also feel like they're very anti-gay because they want to take the, the, the gospel, which was written by a guy. Wait, wait which wasn't even, it was written by a king, you know, who was like, we need to get these fucking serfs under control. Uh, let's make sure that they don't have any, and by the way, it all started by word of mouth. So it's one big game of telephone of somebody said something about this, this Jew who could fucking walk on water and, 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 you know, turn, uh, uh, water into wine and shit. He does magic tricks. He, he's zombie Jesus who comes back to life after three days. So, you know. I, I, you know, if you want to believe in that shit, that's fine. Fairy tales are great. It's great moral scaffolding. It's just, I, I, I just, it's not. I, I just see through all the bullshit. You glean the, 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 the good things. You glean the ancient knowledge that has been passed down for for thousands of years. But this church man, you could. He's probably against the Jews. <laughs> he's probably against. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably against the Jews. He's probably against the gays. Um, and, and that's not, I'm not saying that Raina is, that's, Raina's still trying to figure out what they're about. So I'm not trying to speak out on, you know, how Raina feels about any of this because obviously Raina is not against it. And I'm not against the, any of that either. In, in my head, I'm just like, so what? Gay people can't be in love? <laughs> the love between two. Two people of the same sex doesn't that that doesn't count. They're immoral, you know. Like zombie Jesus is judging him from the cloud, you know, like from his cloud in the sky. Like that, that's all bullshit to me. It, it's bullshit to me. So I, I'm just, you know, like I, I'm very weary of of glitz and and glamour and 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 movies. Like it's just all become so fucking sophomoric and ridiculous to me. I just. It's just too much. Like, and so when I'm seeing Brendan Fraser sweating, ha- jacking off the gay porn, and having a heart attack, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Jesus isn't a zombie. Oh yeah, he's a lynchum, right? A lynch, lynchham, link, linkum, or whatever. I'm sorry, I missed a bunch of stuff. I just started yelling stuff. And wouldn't it be nice, Robbie, if you could censor me? I, I agree. And listen, I'm I'm not against I'm not against. I'm, anyways. Whatever. <laughs> I'm not against any of this shit. It just to me, I just I don't. Know. I do have compassion. I have mad compassion. I, I fucking love little puppies. Babies are very cute. I don't like children being hurt. I think that's horrible. Uh, I I don't like fucking. Um, 
I don't like seeing homeless people being mistreated. I, I respect people. I work with the fucking homeless. Okay? <laughs> I raised thousands of dollars for the homeless for the last, like, three or four years. Uh, like, over $100,000 easily. Maybe even $200,000 over the last four years. Me and my wife... And, you know, we've fucking worked together to do this. So it's not that I lack compassion. It's just that I lack, I just, I, I just lack the, I don't know. I'm just having a hard time with letting go of reality to put myself into these made up situations. I don't know. And, and then, and then to see like preachers and shit up on stage trying to sell you and trying to fuck sell you this idea of. Uh, uh, I, this idea that we have to fucking rally against people who don't believe. And it's like, uh like, I don't, I don't fucking, no. It's like not everybody has to believe in that bullshit. So people can donate themselves. Uh, <laughs> I think everyone in chat knows this radio mystique. Uh, it's not, I, I, I love people. I love things. 12 times past the collection pay. Exactly. Be careful. It's Hebrew sledgehammers. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, and again, like, I'm not trying to shit on any one person. In fact, I'm, like, personally trying to fucking, uh, you know, uplift people out of the gutter and shit. And, and here's this, you know, fat guy, right? The story of this fat man. Uh, it's a great story, right? But it's just, and then you find out, like, this body positivity is sponsored by Nestle, you know that? Like, do you guys know that that these, this body positivity shit is sponsored by the people who are poisoning us? Who are poisoning and stealing water? Who are fucking putting chemicals in our food? Who are making food that's so disgusting that, that not Europe has banned it, right? So it's like... What are we doing? We we're 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 getting our 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 social movements from from corporations whose only purpose in life is to make more money than they did last fucking quarter. Do you want a guest on your show right now? Who is it? Me. Why? I got things to say, bro. About what? All the things that you're saying. Do you think I'm wrong? I just think that I have things to say. What What do you have to say, Raya? I love you. It's okay. I'm out of here. I just had to get my headphones because Saucy is distracted. So, by what? Listen, by the show because I have you on. So I gotta go put you on my headphones. Oh. <sighs> Anyways, uh, and there's a rumor that Passion of the Christ Two is coming out whipping. <laughs> 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 this time it's personal. <laughs> Do it, isn't there like a a Family Guy where he has like a fucking like an automatic rifle? He's like, da, 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 da. <laughs> uh, it, it, I I don't know how to say lich. Oh, lichum. It's a lichum. Slam, bam, ham. Okay, I didn't spit take that one. Um, Jesus, yeah, he's a lichum. I I forgot. I I know this was. Agreed. All the nerd canon has proven that to us. Lekhem, lekhem, alikum, alikhem, Wait a second. Is that like the thing? Oh, it's it's uh. Is that like saying hi, or or that's like a Jewish blessing or something, right? Think uh. Think men should have right. <laughs> <laughs> I had to climb out. I had to say hi. <laughs> I'm glad you got down all that giraffe pussy. 
Uh, English is the kind of guy that donates and then takes pics. No, I am not. I do not fucking take pics of me fucking with homeless people. First of all, that's fucking disgusting. Not, not the, not the, not the homeless people, but like that. But I'm, I'm just trying to defend. You said I have no compassion. I'm just trying to defend myself. All right. I never talk about what we do like that all the time. It's not like it comes up. But I'm not this. I'm, it's just that I have a hard time with these make 'em ups and fucking, you know, fairy tales being sold to people to hate the gays. You know what I mean? Like, I and and other religions. Like, I, I don't, you know, like, I, I'm not the biggest fan of religion, but I think that people have the right to celebrate and to believe whatever they want and not to be, you know, hated for doing it. I don't think that's wrong. Uh,. I mean, look, when when the time comes, I'll let you guys know when it's time to donate. Uh, I, I talked to an attractive female today, and it wasn't... <laughs> Gene is back on that one. Been 10 years since I've been in the game, so not even sure coaching is in my cards. Uh, the show they're taking, taking the only chocolatey mascot, Nestle Quick Bunny, yeah. These motherfuckers who are about fat positivity. It's it's okay to be fat. It's like it's Nestle saying that. It's Nestle saying that. I'm fat as fuck right now. I'm so disgusted with myself. I look in the mirror every day and just like, you fat piece of shit. You fat fuck. No, I don't. I, I try really hard to uh I try really hard to uh not talk badly about myself, but it's hard. And um I I just I as someone who's lost weight and gained weight. Over the years, it's just, yeah. Anyways, uh, no, it's a cheers. Okay, cheers to life is the direct. Oh, that's cool. L'chaim. I've heard of L'chaim. L'chaim. I can't say that shit very well, though. Um, uh, uh, what is this? Gift because you want to know for clout is attached to it. Um, okay. Make em ups. That's how. Uh, that's, yeah, t- uh, Tom. Uh, that's that's coming from uh tom uh that's coming from uh christina p christina p and tom who's the comedian who's married to her i fucking love tom something anyways how long did it take for little debbie to get (laughs) not very long not with all that processed garbage in it uh, I'm sorry to say this with Chubby Brothers Unite. I I am now entering the club to take my hand, brother. Uh, we can do this together. Listen, today I went and fucking bench press. Last week I was doing squats and shit. I'm coming back, y'all. I will say that this movie inspired me to come home and eat like a fucking pig. I just went hog shit. I was like, this movie inspired me. Like, I chose to overeat at two in the morning instead of getting laid that's just i'm just telling you that this was a very inspirational film to me what the fuck is that what's happening is there like a jet engine outside of my window fuck sakes man this place is wild dude tom arnold no it's tom segura tom segura uh, very funny comedian. You guys should go check him out. Um, that was better than a lynch ham. <laughs> lynch ham? <laughs> What's a lynch ham? Uh, yeah. Uh, Mighty Mighty, my dude, 
enjoy your day off. I'm glad that you're out there living your best life. Uh, wonder how Ray Mystique felt about that decision. I don't know. I felt cheated on. Oh, yeah. Well, I always choose food over pussy, which is sad. I mean, and that's the problem. I'm a, and I'm a drug addict. And now that I don't do drugs, like, food is this necess- necessary drug that keeps us living. I would never, I will never choose food over that. <laughs> I, listen, I didn't know that the vagina was available. Uh, she said, I'm going to bed and I'm tired, okay? I don't, it, that wasn't like, hey, come to bed, let's go and do things. It was like, hey, I don't. Meeting, you're going to bed. You know, I don't know. It, it just wasn't obvious to me. There was options and choices that had to be made. I made mine. Uh, I understand, Robbie. I understand that. Uh, I kind of regret my decision. <laughs> I would have starved for the VJ. <laughs> With two kids, I get so few cracks. I feel you, dude. Listen, I'm not, you know, I got one boy, but he is in our shit. And uh, I, I agree. It was date night. The kid was gone, unspoken. Yeah. Listen, I don't know. Sometimes I'm just oblivious to things. I'm not, I'm not with it all the time. Anyways, so we watched The Whale, this very hilarious movie, um, which is just, why do women leave things unspoken? Men are oblivious. Thank you, Robbie. Thank you. Men are just like, me eat now? Oh, me sex now? Oh, me go watch TV now? It's very, you got to keep shit very simple for us. We need cut up portions, okay? Just single servings. Like, we just you can't be too much at once. You just got to... You gotta work with us. It's like, I mean, women are just, you know, you're too complicated and too smart. We, we just, we're very simple people. Very simple. Very simple. He knows, he knows me for like 15 years. How much more talking do I have to do? I don't know. You were tired and going to bed. It's like, I'm trying to stay awake, but I'm tired. I gotta go to sleep. It's like, all right, we'll go to bed. Here's the thing. I used to get mad about some of that shit, though. I would be like mad that that she went to bed without, you know, offering up sex. You should be happy that I'm not just like a raging psychopath because I didn't get laid. It's just like okay, I'm just gonna eat. I'm just gonna eat myself to sleep. (laughs) My wife always was like, I would never. I would. I would have had sex, but then when I proposition, it's like, not now. Yeah. Oh, I hate that. I hate that. That used to be a discussion all the time. I just like, I would have had sex, but, you know, it didn't come up. Or you got to, like, finesse the situation, which I'm not great at that. I'm not great at finesse, you know, finagle. (laughs) My brother-in-law said last night that you got to finagle the pussy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was like, first of all, you don't finagle pussy, okay? <laughs> I was talking to her brother last night. <laughs> we were talking about her vagina and how much he was an advocate. He's like, Raina, you need to come off that pussy for Mike. <laughs> Which, hey, I'm glad I got an advocate. Let me tell you one good thing about that preacher over at that church that, that Raina's been going to. He did say, like, ladies, fuck your dudes. And she took that shit to heart. So I'm not going to say, 
I'm not going to hate too much on that church. Just I'm not interested in going back. And I'm not saying that they hate anybody. That's, that's wrong of me. I shouldn't have said that. But it's just that there's always a there's always a catch-22 in these places, right? It's, it's very weird. You got to finagle the penis into the... <laughs> Uh, yeah, we're not great at finagling. Some men are. Some men are finagling. They are expert finaglers. Expert finaglers. I, I know, I, I've known a couple in my time. As a men's right activist, I believe sometimes we don't need, uh, we don't read the sign. Straightforward is always the strongest suit. I agree. I agree. We, let's just keep it plain, Jane. Let me know. I, I'll eat it. I'll lick it. I'll stick it. Whatever you want. Let me know. Just let me know. I'm here for a DM. (laughs) (laughs) I know too many people that have been diddled, but oh, yeah. Hard to take their advice. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I grew up Catholic, yo. And here in, here in Toledo, there was a huge scandal where there was a, a Catholic priest who was murdering nuns. All right, because uh, they were speaking out against his uh, finagling and diddling. So, you know, there's a lot to be said about the church. uh, And I don't want to sit here and shit on religion because I feel like, you know, our country was sort of built on it, even though we're supposed to have a separation of church and state. But hey, (laughs) on God we trust, right? Or in God we trust. Um, My favor is too strong to the force. The empire of men's right activists compels me. Uh, you got to choose. Can't be greedy. I agree. One was already asleep and I didn't feel well. It's always something. God damn it. Always something. <sighs> you got to choose. You got to choose. Life is choices. Separated from fools and taxes. Yeah. Um, those priests, man. Which, which is funny is that Catholic priests weren't always like supposed to be celibate. One was celibacy... Come on, fuck face. When was celibacy? I don't know how to spell it. Um, wow, that is just not even close. Celibacy. Hey, I think I did it. No, I didn't. Um, enforced for cath. Nope, Catholic priest. Because it wasn't even a part of the whole religious thing until, um, oh, Jesus Christ, what, when, two, how did two even get in there? God damn it. The universal requirement to celibacy was imposed upon the clergy uh, with force in 1123 and again on 1139. Oh, Jesus. So it's been a while, I guess, but it's, it wasn't always part of it. Uh, but that's gross. Uh, Google's loose. <laughs> um, you can't diddle and finagle. Oh, I see. You got to choose one or the other. Yeah, well, I don't choose diddle. That's that's not me. Finagle is, is that's a gray area, too. I'm not, well, no. F- diddling, is there's no gray area. But finagle, it's kind of a gray area. Like, I don't like the idea of, you know, finagling like I, I like the idea of, of of a little grace i don't know uh what would be the right word um finesse i like the idea of finessing the pussy right but i'm not very finessey either i'm more messy 
Thank you, honey. Um, anyways, this the the comedy of the year, the whale. Um, Don Juan Dylan Machovo here. That's how we do. So here, let's watch the 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 comedy of the year here. Um, see if we get DSCM day. Society Sink. I think that's the girl from um, Stranger Things, right? Hong Chao. <laughs> it's already hilarious, isn't it? Do you ever get the feeling people are incapable of not caring? His performance will floor you. You know, obesity is hilarious. Um, I'm 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 officially obese right now. I'm officially obese. Uh, it's just hard sometimes to put the extra effort into putting the kids to bed. <sighs> I feel that. Hey, just watch Japanese porn. You'll see them finagle the pussy masterfully. Hmm. Most Japanese porn is blurred out. Really? That's weird. The blank. Uh, the blank. He has is uh, desperate blinks in hard oh, okay seriously one of the best movies i've seen in a long time it's it's very good if you don't have a uh, a shit outlook <laughs> on movies and entertainment and religion and all those things uh, again i'm a fan of darren aronofsky who again he's done um uh, uh that fuck, what's the requiem for a dream yeah that is yes i used to be obsessed with his films when younger but uh they freak me out yeah they are freaky man i mean requiem for a dream is such a creepy ass movie like especially the scene with jennifer conley i think my favorite quote from a movie is when the 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 rich businessman uh who sells heroin as well um and Jennifer Connelly's up there, and he's just like, well, you're going to have to do favors uh, for for dope. And he, like, pulls his dick out, and she's just looking at it, and he says, pie. Yes, pie. Yes, pie was also great. Uh, and a freaky movie as well, like another freaky movie. Um, it, he pulls out his dick, and she's just looking at it. He's like, I know it's pretty, baby, but I didn't bring it out for air. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end, they're like uh, him and her, Jennifer Conley, and some other girl 
Um, they're in this, you know, this businessman's suit uh, in his uh, apartment, his luxury apartment, and there's a bunch of fucking rich dudes like throwing money at him, and they're like ass to ass, ass to ass, and they have to get like on this double-ended dildo, and they have to go butt to butt, and they're just slamming ass against each other. And she's just sitting there, and I think there's a tear running down her face because she's all sad that w- what her life's become because of her shitty choices, her like boyfriend loses an arm because gangrene it's fucking amazing movie but again it's creepy it's creepy it's stuffy in there (laughs) ass to ass ass to ass every high school should allow the teams to watch it so they can stay clear from drugs i agree it's a great anti-drug movie movie worked through i never did hard drugs after seeing yeah it it, yeah it worked it worked i agree (laughs) in here <laughs> oh the kids is great too right right like oh god that ending is so fucked up it is so fucked up and, and what's her name chloe something how he gives her aids and and like um he just sits back after he busts he's like <laughs> he gives this poor girl aids oh my god it's fucked up yeah, who did that? Larry, um, who did Kids? First, what other movies did Darren Aronofsky do? Darren, I, didn't he do Following as well? Yeah, let's see the movies. Um, Mother, I've never seen Mother. And Noah was a fucking shit. Oh, Black Swan. Oh my God, Black Swan was so good. And that was, an, The Wrestler was good. The fountain was like, eh, Requiem and Pie. So he's only done a few movies. That's awesome, though. I love that there's like a, he takes time in between his movies to, uh, you know, to to really get it right. And I think he did it really well. Mother, I'd love to see Mother. I wonder, I wonder, Noah was garbage. I don't know why anybody would want to watch that one. Uh, or, uh, <clears throat> anyways, but Black Swan was really good, and that was another freaky ass fucking movie. Um, I got these cheeseburgers. <laughs> what was that? Don't be a menace. Is that Don't be a menace? <clears throat> that was a fucked up movie too. A lot of those movies, man. What's that movie where the young kid robs the Asian liquor store and he blows their head off, and then he like steals the. He steals the the security tape and then he's showing it to his friends and they're like laughing about it. Like, is that that's not poetic justice? What is that one? Um, man, that movie is fucking Chauncey, <laughs> dude. That movie is so fucked up. Like, and that's the mentality that that goes on. You know, when you're fucking when you ain't got shit. Desperation makes you do fucking crazy things, man. Uh, I mean, that was the only movie for skateboarders all the way up to this is the 90s. Oh, for kids? Yeah. Um, uh, This is the Saturday Night Live writing is missing out on. That is golden. Um, Naders, your your official black card is in the mail, but I can't email that. We send it out. It'll be Seed Pete's. (laughs) 
you'll get it eventually. You'll get it eventually. It's coming. It's just not anytime soon. That was a historical piece that we will never see at HD remake because the community can't get it together. See, I'm not I'm not saying any of that. I'm just it, I mean that movie is fucking wild. The movie had a real impact. Uh, you have to fast pass to my gun range. <laughs> you and Tommy need to meet. <clears throat> Anyways, if you guys want to see a hilarious movie, go watch The Whale. Um, it, it's just, it's a laugh riot. A laugh a minute. Uh, especially when you see, like, the prospects. And, and to be honest with you, again, the, the lighting, the the cinematography, um, everything is beautiful. Uh, the... I mean, it, it, it's a very well shot, well done. You can tell Darren Aronofsky is a master at what he does. But it's a. Uh, but I'm just losing my sense of caring about getting into stories. I don't care. Like, I think that's why I like fantasy and science fiction TV shows and stuff. Like, I, I think I just need it to be out of this reality. Like, Game of Thrones, I'm still going to watch Game of Thrones. Like, for a while, I liked The Walking Dead, but that turned into a piece of shit. Now, now I watch The Walking Dead by watching the, uh, <laughs> by watching the, the, the YouTube breakdowns. So, I'm up to date on Walking Dead. I like that I can watch a 10-minute video and get the whole fucking season in one take, because that's just, it's better. Yeah.